first of all uh, my apologies it's a sunday and i realize nobody likes to come on sunday isn't it but uh, yeah it's, it's making an extra sound but then you know sometimes in life it happens that we are in a place where we may not want to be so in that case what do we do we have one of the two choices one choice is that we just keep cursing you know why am i here i should be watching my favorite program so that's one option <laughs> the other option is now that i am here let me see how best i can take advantage of that situation many times it happens i remember boring lectures since school and i used to hate going in the afternoon after lunch for any classes we have to go sometimes no because we have no choice medical school medical college you have round the clock so then thing is that how best you can utilize this what i can say so as uh, radha has rightly said i would like it to be more in terms of question answer rather than give a lecture on freedom discipline science of living probably we can have one continuous session till whatever time it comes naturally and then we can stop rather than take a break two sessions breaks are for old people they want break every half an hour 45 minute because they get can't concentrate they need to go to washroom <laughs> but young people don't need breaks they are full of energy okay so this is the background as she has said i by profession i am a psychiatrist and i am not going to analyze you but you can ask me whatever there are many questions which may relate to i have also gone through all the challenges and difficulties that uh, all of you may be going through in your profession career family relationship society so many issues are there nowadays and it's nice to probably interact okay maybe i can learn something maybe you can learn something we all can together discover something more beautiful uh, ultimately that's the idea to lead a life which is fill in the blank harmony let's see to lead a life which is let's fill it happy happy yes anything happy harmony and peaceful nobody is after success successful successful beautiful free of all conflicts isn't it isn't that the goal all of us have all these things together why only one why not happy harmonious beautiful successful everything isn't it life is meant for that it is not meant for uh, you don't nobody wants to lead a sad life uh, or failure in life why should we want those things it's natural that we want a happy harmonious beautiful life uh, we want to also remain healthy and youthful till as long as we can or we should so these are the basic needs of life isn't it so with regard to this this is the background 
now we can have the questions unless you have found a way in which case please share it how to remain always happy simple question everyone wants to be happy isn't it how to remain always happy is it possible to remain always happy yes i am glad this is the good answer yes start with that don't say no it's not possible then there is no further discussion if you say it is not possible then it's not possible as simple as that it is possible to remain happy always happy so what happens it is possible but we see very often that we are not able to remain always happy why sometimes yes that's true that is the first blockade we don't believe that we can remain happy but who snatches our happiness who comes and snatches yeah give me very practical answers okay not philosophical answers that's true ourselves but then practically what really happens see children naturally are happy as we grow up what happens something happens we lose our smile we lose our laughter what happens who comes and snatches away naturally it's a natural state it should be a natural state so who snatches away or what snatches away the happiness too much of worry about past and the future so we are not living in the present moment yes that's a good yes one thing is there not living in the present yes not easy to live in the present we'll come to that but something more fundamental we forget that we should be happy hmm? we forget yes we forget that we should be happy naturally happy we don't uh, there is a clue here so we forget that we should be naturally happy and what we end up believing we have to be made happy by something happening outside us some event some situation somebody should say something then i'll be happy somebody should give me something then i'll be happy and it all starts where this indoctrination into sorrow where does it start i where did where do expectations start from mind yes but somebody outside begins to put these things in the mind everybody is uh, afraid of mentioning parents <laughs> nobody wants to say you know parents poor parents it starts with parents a fact next level teachers next level society all three levels there are expectations now so what what happens is we take those things inside internalize them and we think their expectation is same as my expectation from myself so somewhere we begin to lose contact with ourselves isn't it so parents expect that you will do this job and teachers expect you will get these grades and society expects you must behave in this way now what you really want what is your need deepest need 
that we begin to forget okay but we cannot change parents teachers and society but one thing we can do is to work on ourselves to change ourselves so change means what to change myself according to parents teachers or society or something else because then it will be meaningless then i don't lead my life i want to lead my life that's called freedom freedom means my life is in my hands nobody decides what i do nobody decides what i think nobody decides what i feel so then uh, what should i do to discover what i should be doing it's a very basic question yes talk to myself all right so how many selves are there in us how many parts are in us which each with its own demand let us say if we take throughout the day during a whole day what are the different needs my needs not somebody else's needs yes what does the body want naturally food and rest and if i give only food and rest what will happen to the body exercise so it wants food rest exercise very simple not complicated at all it needs food it needs rest it needs exercise what about the mind in us what does it want yes everything wonderful i like this answer everything why not mind wants everything sky is the limit okay so then the question comes to to get everything what i should do this is a question no what i should do in life so if others don't decide what i should do which which part in me decides what i should do if i leave it to the body body will say i am happy with food rest exercise i don't want anything else if i go into the mind mind will say i want everything 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 no limit to that so is there something in us which gives us an indication something with which we need to get reconnected i'll ask a simple question all of you i mean some are still children and it's good to remain child always but let me put it like that when you were a child let me ask you what activity gave you maximum inner joy spontaneous joy activity not sitting and watching tv activity watching tv is passivity playing playing what playing in the ground playing in the ground excellent what about you like what what do you, what do you like to do most craft works what about you craft art and crafts riding a bike riding a bike wonderful do you like to ride speed bikes anybody else so but then now are you doing this playing in the ground good that's why you look so happy so there is something which is our natural tendency nature in us spontaneously likes to engage in some activities it is our door to happiness 
But what happens if you say, like you mentioned, you like to do craft work. What about taking a career in craft work? See, difficult, no? Why? Because what will happen? I am not saying you should take, otherwise your mom will say, don't spoil my child. <laughs> no, I am just asking, what happens if you take craft work? I can't survive this. That's it. So what comes in the way? One is that, I need money and if I don't get money, how do I survive? So let's take up this question, how much money do we need? Because everybody seems to be after money, more money. How much money do we need? To survive, because you use the word survive. So let's start with survival. How much money do we need? Any any idea, any any rough guess? Any of you? Any idea how much money do we need to survive? Huh? Just yeah, but how much roughly it would be in terms of actual money? 20 to 30k is enough. Probably, yeah, definitely. Happy life, comfortable life. So, you really believe that if you were taking craft as a career, you can't get 20 to 30k. See, what happens is that money comes into up as a factor. And it often corrupts the original file. First corruption comes from there. Money. How much money will I get? Second thing which corrupts the original file, I am talking of the original file which is inbuilt within us, is people. You know, people, what they will say, ah, what are you doing? I am doing craft. Oh, craft? You're a craft teacher. That's it. I don't even understand what craft is. So we need approval from people also. Isn't it? Otherwise society makes us feel low. So that is the second part. So these are the two big challenges that we have to fight if we want to really do something which is deep inside our own calling. It's not easy. It's an inner struggle. So within us there is something which is drawn towards money, something which wants uh, approval of society and something which is a natural expression of our own deepest need. Right? So what do I do? How do I balance the two to start with? Ideal if you can follow your calling. Let me say very clearly. If you follow your calling, that is best. You cannot do always. I wanted to become a poet, only poet. So parents were very worried. Poetry means how you will survive. Same question. Just by writing poetry, how you will... But I was very convinced I want to write poetry. Then I said, okay, I'll go into English literature. They were all again horrified. So ultimately, I took up the route of becoming a doctor. But because I had a love for poetry and literature, I took up literature and poetry as a means of my own expression. You know what is called as hobby? So it's possible always to balance, see inside what is it that you also want to do, always wanted to do. And you can take this up as an activity, it will nourish you because if there is no joy inside, you may have money, you may have everything, but you, you will begin to suffer inside, shrivel up. So it's important to connect with the natural joy of life. 
and each one has to discover one's own joy. For me, it may be very joyous thing to read Madhuri and Shurvindo and come to a center, but for somebody else, it may be something else. It's all right. It's not that everybody has to find the same way, the same joy. But you you must find your own little key to your joy. Everybody has that key. Yes. If I ask, what is it that gives you really a joy, great joy? Deep inside a sense of satisfaction. I leave this question with everyone. Think about it. Don't have to answer it here. But think about it that what is it that would give me a joy independent of anything and anybody else. Alright? And take out some time to do it. If possible, integrate it in your work. How to integrate it in your work? Supposing you are interested in crafts and art and you are into a software company, corporate sector. Can you integrate it in your work? Yes. Hmm? To an extent, like? Okay, that's one. Another? Supposing I am interested in craft and artwork, what should I do in my software company where this is a very result-oriented company to fulfill this need? Yes, that's one thing. Move into something like design and graphics. This is where directly my profession and my deeper need can come into play. So this is a kind of a creative thought which where I integrate my deepest need into my work. Another way, supposing I am caught up now into and you know I can't go back and take that route, then there is something else also we can do. If you are artistic by nature and temperament, and it's very good to keep this balance. You know, everybody who is artistic must inculcate a scientific temperament and everybody who is scientific must inculcate an artistic temperament. All great um, uh, beings have this balance. It's very good to balance these two sides. So if you want to bring in art in your work, you have a little table where you are sitting. You can arrange it in a beautiful way. When you have some time, we have... Keep a piece and piece of uh, paper and pencil with you. Do something which you know. There is always some time, like how I used to satisfy my needs. Sitting inside the MBBS lecture hall, uh, some lecture would be probably you know too boring. So I would start writing poetry. Sit behind and write poetry. I used to enjoy it because it gave vent to a side of my nature which otherwise I cannot integrate if I went only into that. So it allowed me to uh, integrate two things. Of course, one is this and best is if you can fuse the two. That is the ideal solution. But sometimes we cannot. So take out time when you can also satisfy this side of your nature. That will open the doors to joy. Okay? Then another thing, there is a fundamental quality needed if you want anything in life be it happiness, be it success anything you want fundamental quality 
capacity rather patience yes but not fundamental patience i agree because nothing is immediate you you need to build up this one thing which i would like all of us to remember nothing in this world is served on a platter so when for example you enter into a relationship and you expect that the other person should be perfect and the other person expect that you should be perfect then what happens you are unhappy very soon but if you know that perfection is something to be built over a period of years okay even when there is love marriage still it will take long before you can really develop harmony and mutual love and self respect and it takes time to build so everything in this world is evolutionary so patience is required if you are not patient Uh, life becomes very miserable we want something very quickly okay that's one thing very important other than patience more fundamental okay you must remember what you don't forget your goal anything else faith is very important if there is a if you start with a doubting mind then how far will we go any endeavor you want to do faith faith is important very important yes knowledge is required if you want to do something gather knowledge from whatever sources you can undertake then action yes you can't be i can't be just sitting and uh, you know brooding about it and suddenly it's not wishful thinking <coughs> perseverance part of patience but something very fundamental without which all these things <laughs> cannot really take us very far hmm that aspiration to want to do something is yes. forgiveness 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 is a good quality happiness you should be happy yes of course you should do it joyously very fundamental and huh aim and purpose yes that they have started with that that there is a name already there now granted now if i want to succeed in my aim from which actually perseverance comes from that patience comes from that quality love our work yes tall order <laughs> but but yes if you have um, some people are fortunate to get a work which they love and uh, if they are not so fortunate to get a work which they love then it is good idea to love your work and there is always something you can discover to love your work that we'll touch that there's a very touchy subject and a little vast subject but something more fundamental let me say it's concentration can't succeed anything whether it's spiritual life material life any activity even relationships you know what what happens in relationships two people living together still they don't love each other what is the common complaint i know you are with me but your whole attention is somewhere else isn't it either on newspaper on television yes truthful we'll come to honest in dealings a wonderful value but we'll just touch a little upon concentration so when you are with somebody this is where that thing about present comes in ability to be in the present comes with a power of concentration 
so whatever you want to do concentration is a must how to inculcate develop concentration nobody teaches us in school i think you are just supposed to develop it how to develop concentration simple exercises so that's where whatever you are doing do it with full attention try it for one month you see how it will develop you don't have to sit and do some exercise of going inside just whatever you you may be cooking something do it with full attention it's a great power attention and awareness do it with full fully into it so much so that you should be able to observe all the details like if i ask simple question i'm sure many of you have come to the center many times isn't it this place name some trees okay name some flowers in this side or some trees you can see from the balcony okay color of these stairs at least there are some efforts is color of the wall of the meditation room not this wall see it's a poser tricky one anybody actually <laughs> it's not some yes but that's why i said it's a poser just to now you see what has happened we are and we are not it happens all the time when we are engaged in and nowadays also because of okay whatsapp can teach us concentration also because you know you are focused but to do something with full awareness and full attention it's a tremendous power often very often people speak about they are running short of time no nowadays one of the problem how to shorten time by doing something fully concentrated if you are fully concentrated you will finish that work faster you will do it better uh, otherwise <coughs> in fact you can follow some simple routine that when you are doing work keep the phone away this is the work at hand then it will become sacred then whatever work you are doing as you said love the work work may be boring but by attending to it fully you will see that you will develop many things inside which you can apply anywhere else in life it may be a very boring work to do in air force which i was 20 years in air force so we were sometimes given strange works like you know okay today mess there will be a party so you take care of you know some detail about menu of the mess now i had zero interest in you know looking after menu of the mess what to do i have to take care of that so you have to know what food will be where it will come from so it's something not at all to the taste but then it's an opportunity to okay let me put myself into it then you will see that if you do it with attention and awareness it becomes interesting because there is always something interesting you learn or gather okay so this is one of the fundamental things uh, practices in life that whatever we are doing do it with full attention and awareness which includes while you are here or anywhere and i myself learned it over years this simple thing it's it's not easy say it's very easy but i remember when our uh, anatomy teacher was teaching about bones afternoon after lunch who wants to see bones and know about bones so i i would 
and I'm used to taking a little nap. So I would sit like this and doze off. I would sit little behind so that I can sleep. So one day she told, Hello? So I, somebody nudged me. Yes, ma'am. What are you doing? So I said, ma'am, I am meditating. <laughs> so she was very happy. But actually I was sleeping. It was a lie. See how difficult it is to be truthful and honest. But the thing is that that was then. Now when I look back, I see that if I would have put myself fully into it, how much more I would gather. Have a basic capacity and faculty, but to apply it, small things, details of life. It's amazing. It makes life very interesting. So it, it's always good to start wherever we are. You know. Now I do everything I try to do with full attention. If I'm eating, I like to do it with uh, relish the food and you know even see what ingredients there are. See, it makes it joyous. Okay, so this one part. Truthful is a very interesting thing you have touched. How to be truthful? First step towards being truthful and honest. Normally when we think of being truthful, we think about being truthful to others. But what is the first truthfulness required? Ourselves. There is a word for it, mental honesty. And mother has, uh, mother has said this is the fundamental thing required before you can even take a step towards sincerity. Sincerity is a big word. To be honest to yourself. If you are honest to yourself, life can turn topsy-turvy, let me tell you that. Isn't it? What does it mean to be honest to yourself? Give some examples. One is accepting who you are. Don't try to cover up and color things. It means not to color things. Sometimes we... It also means... See, accepting who I am raises another question, who I am really. Who I am fundamentally. Yes, honesty would partly. But to start with, before we accept, to see what is there. To see it without colouring. Most of us colour. How do we colour? Oh, I get angry naturally because so and so. This is colouring. Don't colour. I have prone, proneness to anger. Now I don't colour it. I see it. Just as it is. Oh, I am very distractible. See it. As it is. Or I have a tendency to tell lies. Let's put it like that paradoxical but at least know and see that I have a tendency to tell lies most of us cover up and put up a very nice facade no? so when somebody asks what are you working for so you say no I am doing this but deep inside it is basically I want more money but we don't acknowledge acceptance is a later part acknowledging what you are doing and why you are doing it is a wonderful thing to have, to, to acknowledge whatever you are doing very honestly. And then what do you do with that? Let's say that I have anger, let's say that I have ambition for money. Now accepting becomes a tricky part, isn't it? I would rather replace that word with acknowledging, acknowledging that these are in me. What do I do with it? Should I take it just as it is or should I work on it next time?
if i have to work why should i work if i don't have to work i just take it as it is why should i do that so let me ask one simple question you have many moments and years and months many experiences all of you have so i'll ask one question maybe from you uh, since you raised this question tell me which was the most exceptional moment of your life i'm not asking for any very personal moment but something more impersonal which one do you recall as you can say yes this was my peak moment highest moment when you are but there would be many with your friends any particular moment with your friend which you recall as something exceptional because with friends we fight with friends all kinds of things when which has really gone into your memory that this was something exceptional so when you were celebrating your birthday that was an exceptional moment when a friend came and what was the thing which made it so exceptional happy because of because of the friends coming okay okay wonderful so when friends come and you meet friends that becomes your exceptional moment anybody else what about you yes a particular moment in the jungle became an exceptional moment adventuring into something unknown that became an exceptional high moments moment of your uh, anyone else It's wonderful It's a wonderful thing yes anyone else any exceptional moment yes please wonderful so uh, when you read something new and it changes it's like open sudden doors wonderful any other exceptional moment when you spend time with kids when you spend time with kids so you see now all of us are engaged in many things at any given point of time but there are moments which uh, are for us high peaks now when we talk about me and being honest to myself so what is it my reference point this can be one reference point let me start with being with friends so you like being with friends very good now you have to see what is it in us that um is more conducive to having friends and what is it in me that can shut the door to friends let's start with this simple thing say if i have jealousies and anger will it help me be with friends or will it take my friends away it'll take my friends away so what what should i have in my nature to have friends around me of course generosity ability to give patience so many things yes so that means now my life i i start working on myself certain things which are in my nature which which are more conducive to uh, having friends and certain things in my nature which drive friends away i have to work upon it so 
first i acknowledge what are the things inside me obviously anger will drive friends away jealousy will drive them away possessiveness also will drive them away dependency and clinging will drive them away so if you take just friendship and you will see something very interesting let me just you know many people must be wondering oh what is this friendship is a high moment isn't it if, if you tell but it's a very beautiful thing i'll take it to its ultimate possibility so what is your idea of an ultimate friend Yes, straightforward, not gossiping, and ex wonderful. Who accepts me as I am? Who doesn't want me to like you know be this or that or do this or that, but accepts me? And then, yes, wonderful. All of us like friends, so I'm sure there can be many answers. Who understands me, isn't it? Accepts and understands me, and. Eh? like my friend to have many things and i would like to be friendly in, with many qualities yes helping. helping who helps me when i am in distress he doesn't condemn me that you know you are a useless fellow you 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 deserved it you know at that point he will come and stretch his hand and help you later on there can be a discussion whom i can share anything and everything Whom you can take for granted, absolutely. Yes, you can take for granted, friends. That should be, though it's generally said, don't take anybody for granted. But friends, you can take for granted. That's what friendship is about. And I'll put a poser. Now, if I want to do, let's say, something which is illegal and unlawful, and whom will you consider as friend? Somebody who encourages me. I am your friend, so I am with you, like Karna to Duryodhana. or somebody who stops me and says no who will be a better friend yes because he is he sees he is also like my uh, you know sometimes our buddhi is all clouded so he also acts like a mini mentor like a buddhi don't do this you know it land you in trouble it's not a good thing to do isn't it so all these friends do now tell me where to find such an ideal friend Difficult, no? Shall I give you one small solution? Okay. Practice it, and you'll see. Make Krishna your friend. Just practice it, and I have seen it's a perfect cure for all issues. See, we have idea of God, somebody who is far away, sitting. The moment you go, he, you know, stern judge. Thou shalt has punished. I punish. Not like that. You can make God your friend. This is something so beautiful. and in indian thought it it is like that god is your friend he is not a judge you can play with him so in your birthday party next time my suggestion when is your birthday ha huh? so it's still some time okay make krishna your friend and in the morning first thing i want krishna and i want his wishes okay make him your friend and you will see how life begins to change now a simple thing like i enjoy friendship can lead you to great depths and great heights anything or the spirit of adventure you love the unknown and adventure and unexpected isn't it so obviously you have to be fearless you have to be independent you have to have courage you can't say i am 
I feel fear and I'll go into. Now, just if I may ask, which is the greatest adventure man has ever undertaken? Anyone? Yes? Going? Within. Yes. Going within. It's a great adventure. Full of unexpected things. People try to make yoga look like a very neat stuff and you know, three weeks course, meditation, everything is fine. It's a tremendous adventure. Because you are going beyond the boundaries of your mind, safety zones. You have to, you don't know what's going to happen. Of course, you have faith. That's all right. It's a tremendous adventure. Really going within. I'm not talking of religiosity. But genuinely undertaking, uh, we use the word spiritual, there's no need to use it if it's up to our liking. But going within and discovering who we are in our depths. Is there something beyond the mind? You don't know. You have heard about it. Some people have said and you are seized by that spirit. Let me undertake this adventure. Let me explore inner space. So, again you see, love for adventure becomes another door which can take you to great heights. Okay? These two, and of course, as you said, new creative, this is a wonderful thing. You know, when I read something where new creative doors open, this takes us much more directly and straight to yoga because uh, one of the things that happens when we Meditation may or may not be the right word, but when we sit quietly and uh, try to bring quietude in the mind, then an inner door can open and creative insights, revelations can come down from above and illumine our mind with an aha experience. And as you said, that aha experience is something very beautiful. You know, just as now you see this aha experience is what we are really looking for. When you have a surprising friend, what does it make you feel? Ah, it gives you a joy. When you suddenly enter into an adventure where there is an unknown territory, what do you have? Ah, wonderful. When a new creative insight comes into you, you feel the sense of aha. And so on and so forth. I am sure with all, maybe when you jump into the mud, joy. <laughs> yeah, it's wonderful to experience that aha. Isn't it? So that aha is called in Indian thought. What is it? It is the bliss that is it's more than happiness, more than joy. There are different doors which open toward this sense of aha, this sense of wonder. If you really analyze clearly, you will see why your friend's unexpected visit leads you to happiness. Supposing he rang up and came, it won't be so much fun. Is it? Why is it more fun? Yes. The sense of wonder. The sense of the unexpected. Lot of people are afraid of unexpected. But unexpectedness is a gift of... It's a boon actually. If everything was pre-planned, pre-figured, somebody <laughs> decided every step of your life very secure. After some time what will happen? Life will become boring. So you must add in it little bit uh, sense of unexpectedness. Now you understand why creation has unexpectedness. Many people blame God. Oh you have made this. What? 
I don't know what's going to happen. It's good sometimes not to know what's going to happen. Have the joy of the unexpected. Meet it with the spirit of the unexpected. Unexpectedness in life challenges you. And what happens when you meet the challenge? One of the two things. Either you will break down or you will rise up. This is the old planning. So next time when something happens which you did not expect, sometimes it may be good things, sometimes it may be what we don't want to happen. That also is there. In a jungle you know what can happen. Next time, don't blame it on your karma. Okay? Say that this is a challenge of the unexpected. I am going to take joy in it. I'll make that example a little more. Supposing your friend came wearing a frightening mask. What is the Halloween? Halloween. So what happens? What are the reactions? First would be of course fear. You don't know. The next you say take off the mask. When the mask is gone joy. Isn't it? So sometimes in, in this world we have to, we first meet the mask. You know, God plays with us wearing a mask. He also likes to sometimes play Halloween. He, is, he plays all games. So what, do you, what should you do? Don't get much involved with the mask. Don't be terrified. You should tell, take off this mask. So it doesn't suit you. See what happens then, next time. I'm, I'm not saying you shouldn't then because somebody said no you want to be always happy sometimes the mask will come and if the mask come and you are afraid one of the worst things in life is fear because then you cannot go one step you are paralyzed doesn't matter whatever be the mask it has many practical implications let me give one practical implication. Sometimes friends get angry. Wife can get angry. Children can get angry. Husband can get angry. Friend can get angry. Parents can get angry. So what happens? Sometimes we take it too much to heart. And we suffer because of that. What happens later on? Some people even do extreme steps. What is an extreme step? Life is not worth living. Supposing at that time you felt and knew this is a mask. This is not the real person. My friend still loves me. My wife loves me. My husband loves me. It's just that right now it's a mask. Mask of anger. And don't be terrified with that mask. You know what will happen after some time? Especially if you know how to laugh. The mask will be dropped off. How you will handle it? If supposing wife or husband is getting angry or child is getting angry, what you should do? It's okay, I know, it's fine. Don't be, don't be so serious. Don't, don't have to put on you know, anything. Don't don't identify with that and make the person 
you know already somebody is in a fit of anger and supposing you say oh you are like this only horrible person what happens next you have fixed the mask as the person the mask is not the person you have heard the word personality no no what does the word personality come from persona persona means mask so we are playing with masks don't play with masks play with the real person when you play with the real person then you discover there is only one person playing with everyone that takes time but if you have it it's wonderful are you getting what i'm saying play with one person i'll give you an example now you must have may have read about many aspects of the divine mother and we all have in our tradition isn't it? she is durga kali lakshmi so whenever i see if some lady gets very angry sometimes so what is the normal response of people ah you know only to get angry isn't it how bad we feel and supposing at that time you say kali mata namo nama see everybody is laughing there is a story of shirbindo it's a real story shirbindo when he was in chandanagar he would go into deep states and he would start seeing the gods who will come and reveal certain profound truths so he used to go down so he was in motilal roy's uh, basement those days you know basement so that if thieves come robbers come you have things even the robbers knew it's all in the basement and they would <laughs> like to discover but anyways he was in the basement 15 days he was there and uh, nobody knew so motilal roy would just leave some food as and when shubindu was engaged in deep meditation so after 15 days his wife suddenly felt like cleaning the basement now she doesn't know that shubindu is there and shubindu used to meditate with eyes open so she opened that door started going down into the staircase with a jhadu in hand broom in hand and you know bengali ladies so she has she is going for cleaning so she has half covered her body and she is going down and suddenly she looks at shurbindo with his eyes open and with such tapasya burning like fire and she doesn't know she is unexpected no she doesn't know who is there hiding in the basement but with such burning eyes so she does like this you know she doesn't know whether she should use the broom to strike she is paralyzed and when what was shurbindo's reaction to that shubindo says in bengali i'll translate in english aur kali sakshat hoy gelo suddenly i had the vision of kali in front of me <laughs> with a broom in hand suddenly i had the vision of kali look at the uh, you know when you start looking at life in this way now often suggest to people may god your friend is 24/7 with us just you have to develop this relationship don't sit him on a pedestal high up complicated books vedanta tantra don't get into all that he doesn't like all this this is a nice story of shubindo called swapna dream 
Anybody knows that story? Okay, I'll tell you the story. Want to hear this story? It's a very interesting story. So this dream is about a man called Hari Mohan. Hari Mohan is a Krishna Bhakta and he is a very poor man. And opposite his house, there is the house of a rich zamindar, landlord, whose name is Teen Kodi. So one day Hari Mohan, who is doing the puja every day, he is saying, Krishna, Krishna, you come to me, I will tie your hands and beat you up. What is this you are doing? Every day I do prayers for you and see how poor I am. Look at this fellow, he is a cheat, scoundrel. And you know, he has such a big house and all this. So Shubindu writes that suddenly one day Krishna comes, like a baby Krishna, like this little lovely child, that child. So he comes and says, you were calling me Hari Mohan? No, no, who are you? I am Krishna, I am Krishna, I have come. You have the rope ready? You want to beat me? I have come. No, 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 sir, I am sorry, I didn't mean it that way. He's afraid now. <laughs> so he says, no, don't be afraid, I like it. Nobody plays with me, everybody becomes very serious, treats me so seriously, puts me on a pedestal, keeps putting all the malas. I want to be friendly. You are the first fellow who has treated me like a friend. I love it. So I have come to you. You know, mother would often love to play with children. And she would say, I am most myself, most divine when I am with children. But company of holy men, she says it is very boring. Uh, full of all these ideas, concepts. So, <laughs> he's, he says, no, no, sir, uh, I know he is very kind of you to be my friend, but you know, I have this issue, I am so poor and it's so rich. Oh, that, oh, you don't know my game. No, no, I don't know your game. How will I know my game? I have not read Vedanta. No, you don't have to read Vedanta to know my game. You have to develop inner sight. Inner sight? Okay, come with me. So, he takes him to come to this thin Kodi's house. He says, sir, where are you taking me? You know, it's, you don't know, there are strong guards sitting there. So, Krishna says, I know all the guards and how to evade them. Uh, you know, I know how to steal into people's heart, their houses, I know. Don't worry about it, you come with me. So, he goes and takes this boy, this man. And then he says, look, this is the man you are saying, Tin Kodi. Yes. See, what Dunlap, nice bed he is lying on. He says, wait, 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 you have not seen the full truth. What is the truth that is left to be seen? He says, come, we'll enter into his inner state. And when they enter into his inner state, he is burning with fire, his indigestion, he is turning and twisting, his mind is full of thoughts. My son is, doesn't write to me, my daughter has married, run away with somebody. He is full of agony. So Harimon says, please let me out of this place. Where have you brought me? He says, you wanted to be like Thin Kodi, I have... I am showing you what Thin Kodi is. No, 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 please take me out. So they come out. Then he says, wait, I'll, he says, my God, you please leave me. I don't want to be like him. He says, no, no, but I'll show you something else. This is one part of the story. So he takes him to a mountain where there is a man dancing, enjoying, full of happiness, though he has nothing with him. He is hungry and he is... Uh, not doing anything, he says, when Krishna wants, he will bring food to me. So, Harimon says, see, what are you doing to your bhakta? He wants food and you are not even giving food. He says, wait, wait, don't, don't be in a hurry. Just then, somebody comes with food and says, you have been, you know, I have had a dream. 
an inspiration to give you food so i have got food and he eats and enjoys and then he makes him enter into this man's inner state and he is full of joy whether he gets food or doesn't have food he is full of happiness then there are other dream sequences which he sees but that will be going into occult domains then at the end hariman says now i little bit understand your play but tell me then what is the law of karma so that's when the story ends krishna says everything you want to understand only in one day certain things let them remain not fully understood for the moment and the you know the story ends there it's a very beautiful story so we often look at outside and we start deciding about whatever life should be outer success outer wealth that's where we started no we want money we want success what society but try to see the inside don't go by just because somebody is sitting in a nice cozy car and has a big house so therefore one is happy this is a misjudgment it's it's not rational thinking it's a presumption okay so discover what really leads to true happiness we all want to be happy but don't presume that if this i get i will be happy you may be you may not be happiness is very little to do with what you have happiness is lot more to do with what you are or who you are so if you discover who you are you'll be happy who you really are and if you don't know that wherever you are see a man who is afraid will be afraid everywhere i deal with all kinds of psychological people disturbances you know i it's amazing there are people who are suffering from so much suspicion and fear they have everything in life they are unhappy depression no it's a sad thing to see not lacking anything but unhappy so that's when you understand this great truth which somebody said in the very beginning that happiness lies in me i have to discover it it's a uh, found like the friend lies within me my best friend the greatest adventure lies within me the joy of creativity lies within me because the creator is within me and then we arrive at the greatest formula of truth which we find in indian thought one of the greatest formulas if we can use the word formula what is that great formula me and my creator are one can you imagine aham brahmasmi can you imagine the power of this simple thought can you imagine going into the world with this thought only thought that the creator is in me not in outside me he is in me somebody who has let loose billions of galaxies in space somebody who's one snapping of fingers if i may use a human image can change the course of events is in me will i be afraid after that whatever the appearances will i ever feel sad and depressed because my best friend didn't come because he is with me no he he loves me i will not feel 
ever distraught that oh i loved somebody and see he has not given me back my love because i get it from the source so this one of the greatest truths formulas secrets you know that book the secret this is the secret greater secret than what is there in the book the secret some of us must have heard about this book what is the secret the whole universe conspires to fulfill what you are wishing that's silly well i mean the greater secret is the creator is within you and you are one with the creator in your deepest sense we don't know it and that's our tragedy we have those stories no that um, i mean it's there in greek mythology and indian mythology where there is a prince who has been discarded and the prince doesn't know all his life that actually he is a prince so he lives like a poor man so we are like that poor man who don't know who we are the day we discover we are none else but divine in our essence divine is with us he is our friend he never fails we are his children i'm not saying in a religious sense but in a true sense we don't have to subscribe to a belief we don't have to go to temple or church or any place to be to be recognized as his child to know that he just loves us just because we are nothing else but himself <laughs> how beautiful life can become and then you take it to the next logical step he is not only in me he is in everyone then will we live in small boundaries you know so many boundaries we make people often ask me sir where are you from i say my first identity is that i am in india no no that is okay but still i said but still is what i don't recognize but still i am in india that's it is there any difference then next identity i am i belong to the whole world we human by birth next is i play with the stars why because i am deep inside child of the divine so no place is a taboo life begins to change walls will crumble you will feel comfortable wherever you are we get so uncomfortable no just we are move out of our comfort zone and now you understand why the divine makes us move out of our comfort zones sometimes you know people are very unhappy because they move out of their comfort zone Oh, I've got a job very far away from my native. Very good. It's a good thing, no? It'll grow wide, vaster. What is there? What is very far? What is near? It is the same one. See how life begins to change. If you meet somebody who whom you don't know, you want to see whether you can strike a conversation. What language he speaks? What is his caste, surname? Is he relevant? Is it relevant really? peripherals he also contains the same he or she contains the same one who is within me so what is the problem does it begin to change our life if we live with this thought just the thought what that experience will be so profound so if we can just keep these two things in mind thoughts one is that the creator is within me 
And the second thought that he is not only within me, in everything, not only human beings, in plant and bird and beast and stone and mud, then life will become beautiful. Our dealing will change. Okay? So that's what is my story I've shared. Anything else? Anything? I think this is a good point to give a break.